Well, our moms think we're funny. Yeah. So, what's up, guys? Welcome to our podcast. I, 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 I'm trying so hard not to play into this with you. I'm just... Oh. oh okay, deep breath in. So it out slowly. This is our podcast. Our moms think we're funny. Hey everybody, this is Turkway 2 and welcome to another episode of Our Moms Think We're Funny. My name's Akomi. This guy right here, uh his name is Akomi. <laughs> I love how stressed out that makes you. <laughs> Damn it, I take this shit seriously. <laughs> Ah, <sighs> so how's everybody doing? We're all good. Really? It's, it's good. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What happened? <laughs> you probably had it coming. Oh no, that sucks, dude. Something like that happened to me once. Well, not exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know you owned a ferret. No. Yeah, well, I mean, eventually it'll come out. <laughs> so, um, what are we going to talk about today, Akomi? Well, um. I've got a little build up here. Okay. So we just posted at the time of this recording, we just posted our episode uh, about what dream jobs we would want to have. Oh yeah. And uh, I thought it was a fun episode. Uh, not, not our funniest, but fun. But one thing that we talked about was like stoner culture and how, you know, we as nerds are very enthusiastic about what we're into, but we look at a lot and, and not all, but we look at a lot of aspects of stoner culture as, like, that's showing a little bit too much dedication to something you're enthusiastic about. Like, you know, we're, we're not going to wear, like, full head-to-toe clothing embroidered with, you know, whatever pop culture thing that we're into. Whereas we've seen people who do that with, like, with weed. Where it's like, yeah, here's a hat with weed, and here's my neck tattoo with weed, and earrings shaped like marijuana leaves, right. and, and a hoodie, and shirt, and pants, and underwear, and all that. And it's like, like that, that's a little bit too much. So that kind of kicked off the conversation between us that we decided needed to be recorded, which is, you know, how much is too much when it comes to nerd culture? You know, at, at what point do we look at something and we go, you know, that, as much as I might like Marvel that's that's a degree that I'm not personally going to take it. Right. So I'm going to kick this off by showing you a video, uh, not a video, showing you a picture that I found of somebody's social media account. Just want you to uh, to read this, look at it, enjoy it, um, and we can we can start off by discussing it because this to me is a little bit too much. Uh, everything's censored, so I don't know the guy's uh, name, but this is from his Facebook page. So before you read the caption, explain to everybody what you're looking at here. Okay, so <laughs> I'm looking at a guy with a... Is that a piece of paper in his mouth? Toast. It's a piece of toast. That's a piece of toast. Yep. Okay. Um, he's balding <laughs> with like sprigs of curly blonde hair, some thick, bushy Ken Masters eyebrows. <laughs> um, and he's standing in front of a power line, a pole... He's got toast in his mouth and just a pretty uh, average-looking schlubby guy. Kind of a come-hither look. So go is ahead that and what that is? <laughs> go go ahead and read his uh, his caption here. That's oh, at the very top. Yeah, it's at the top. Okay. Um, 
found myself rushing to campus eating toast today. I had to take a selfie uh, with the toast hanging from my mouth. This is more proof that I'm living in anime. <laughs> it's 15 likes on that photo at the time of that screenshot. Uh, kawaii as heck. <laughs> kawaii desu sugowo. I guess it's sugoi. Sugo- okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, much like sex in the present day, I don't get it. I mean, this this is a guy who's so enthusiastic about anime that he's going to recreate a very well known anime trope. Of just like the running late to school yeah. and like, you know, eating breakfast on the way. Yeah, which it's more common in anime and manga aimed at females, but yeah, there's always that opening establishing panel of them. And like the, they talk about it in the uh in the book, uh Even a Monkey Can Make a Manga. They talk about how like that's such a trope that you always have to open those types of stories with the protagonist running to school with the toast hanging out of their mouth. So But I mean that's Oh, a trope it may be, but I mean, even I don't want to say like even myself, but because I don't eat breakfast uh, on the weekdays, but this is a common thing where like I'm running late for work. Let me grab a pop tart, a you know a power bar, or, you know whatever yeah. it is. Um, the and, fact is, and, and by the way, that's not a piece of toast. That's just a piece of white bread. That was bread. Yeah, that's that's not even toast. <laughs> it's not toasted in any way. It's just white bread. And so, like, for me, it's not... The the too much aspect isn't the fact that he's taking a picture of his food, which lots of people do. And, and I don't, like, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. I don't... There was a person at work the other day that just had a simple breakfast that they had, you know, <laughs> gorded from someplace. And I, as I was walking by, I saw them taking a picture of it. And I'm like, again, I don't understand why people do that. Are you, like, what are you... Why are you taking pictures? I like, are you going to go back and look at me like, oh, man... I think I think we talked about this before. Like we yeah. talked about like like oh man, man, I remember when time when I had that. That was yeah. so delicious. And we're like, wait, like are you trying to? If I saw a picture of somebody's meal and this was something just absolutely this just extravagant, like wow, look at that shit. I wouldn't give a fuck about you and your food. <laughs> so like, I mean, and I'm 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 not really I don't really get that either. Now I have seen guys like Stan Sakai, uh, creator of Usagi Ojimbo. He does it when he's traveling the world. But he's doing it to say, you know, hey, look at this awesome food you can get in Thailand. You don't get that in America. Right. And so, like, that's kind of like this thing of, like, here, here's some different culture for you. Look at this awesome meal that you can get if you leave the country. And, like, I get that, but, you know. Yeah, if, I, if I'm in a different country and, and I'm taking a picture of, like, oh, hey, look at this thing I got. Yeah. You know, at this you know, this restaurant or whatever <laughs> in another country. Versus, here's my avocado toast for today. <laughs> But yeah, no, like, I don't think the issue I have with this is the fact that he's taking a picture of his breakfast. It's the fact that it's like, I have to take a selfie of myself reenacting a thing from anime. And I'm not just doing this because I'm kind of critical of anime. Um, kind of. <laughs> strongly. Uh, it, I, I feel like I would, you know, be doing this no matter what cartoon somebody was deciding to to reenact that I would be saying in it, this is too much, you know, like if, if you saw somebody like skipping down the road, like SpongeBob chanting, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. It's like, that's, that's too much. And cur- curb your enthusiasm here. Just a bit, please. Yes. Yeah, so don't go around dressed like 
uh, Larry, whatever his name is. I almost said Larry Drake, but the guy that <laughs> that that was that curvy enthusiasm thing. Oh, so yeah. it's a TV series, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, so. Yeah, I mean, I just, I figured that would be a good springboard point for us to just discuss, like, how much is too much, because I, I think we've both exhibited a lot of our fandom and our enthusiasm, and I think I think we've done it to, like, some more extent than others at different times, but I don't, I, I like to think that we've never gone that far, <laughs> of, like... I'm going to I'm going to post on my social media me reenacting my my favorite female protagonist running late to school, you know. Right. Um. So as you said, from time to time, you know, I've you know displayed my uh not appreciation. Um. I have to say my love, my love of whatever it is, whether it's movies, you know, anime. Uh, comic books, you know, whatever. But it, it goes to a certain extent. Uh, like I, you know, people, I, as a lot of friends that I have, um, have tattoos and some of them have, you know, uh, more, you see more of it with, um, comic books, but mm-hmm. they have comic book tattoos. Like that, that guy, um, that works at the, uh, at the Papa John's down the street that yeah. has the, um, it has the uh, Bob's Burgers tattoo. Yeah. Right? He likes Bob's Burgers. It's actually a cool looking tattoo the way it's done because it's more of like a minimalist symbol of each of the characters. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. So, so, um, but I mean, that's, he's got the tattoo. He's got a couple other tattoos or whatever. I mean, and that's all I receive of him is when he's at work and I'm picking up a pizza. Right. So I don't know exactly how far he goes, but I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure that. He didn't change his name to Bob, you know. <laughs> he he hasn't like adopted like three kids or so. But there's there's a point where where it does go too far. I have my t-shirts. I don't have any tattoos. <clears throat> I've got some t-shirts. I got some shoes. Um, like, I don't think I would ever like get a pop culture tattoo myself. So I mean, I, I'm I'm fine with tats. I've got a tattoo, but I I don't think I would ever get one pop culturey. Yeah. Mm, well. Maybe I would, but it 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 would depend. Um, so I I knew a a a, a girl I used to work with, and she had a Wu Tang tattoo, <laughs> just the Wu Tang symbol. Um, which is which is fine, but I can't ever see myself like getting a tattoo of a band because mm-hmm. you know kind of. So if it, so, let's say it was something like the Stones, right? Right. right. Stones has like a, a proven track record. And if I was a huge Stones fan, yeah, I might get you know the lips and tongue. If uh, obviously, if you're a Grateful Dead fan, you're going to get a tattoo. That's that goes without saying. But uh, what was it? What was that uh, that chick that's kind of cute, kind of not like uh, it's um, the 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 tattoo uh, tattooist chick. She used to have a show on for a while. She married that guy, Jesse James. I have um, no idea who you're talking about. Ah, shit. Are you people listening in who I'm talking about? Um, but, uh, uh, anyway, she had a, she like head to toe covered in tattoos, right? And, yeah. and, you know, while I'm not against tattoos, sometimes, depending on what it is and how many they have and where they are, they really can just kind of, kind of turn me off. Um, 
And uh, she had a tattoo of the band Him. Hmm. Do you know the band Him? I don't. You don't know Him? Not right off the Him top was really head. popular like 15 years ago. Hmm. I don't know of anything. No, that was right when I was in the thick of being in the like super culty church. So I don't know anything that they like. They weren't a, a, a group that I followed. I think I heard their music once or twice or whatever, and it was like, eh. Um, and but but they they had a tattoo of. Of, of the band, like the band symbol. Uh, Kat Von D, that's who it is. Hmm. So she had a tattoo of him, and I maybe it was on her knuckles or something. Anyway, <laughs> I'm like, but do you really like the band that much? And are you going to continue to like the band that much to where, like, you would get a, a tattoo of them? Because though I like, you know, like a band that just comes out, and maybe I like the, you know, like they've got two or three albums out, they're really good. They could go real shit after that, real quick. Mm-hmm. And that tattoo says, "I like this band." Enough to get them tattooed on my body, <laughs> not just like a tattoo of the symbol of like the band, and then just saying just albums one, two, and three. Right, you know, it's yeah. like you're you're saying <laughs> I'm a fan of all their work. You know, like if I got a tattoo of you know, if I got a tattoo of like I don't know. Uh, like my my girlfriend, right? You know, and her and her name, and then we broke up. I'm not gonna keep that tattoo, or I'm not gonna put on there like you know a tattoo of her name, and then put like from like 2012 <laughs> to 2015. You know, you can like, just like have that name crossed out, and then just add the next name down below it. Right. So so there's a, there's a lot that goes with that. If if you're saying I'm gonna get that with a, with a comic book or anime character, you know those. They get pretty iconic, you yeah. Know? And so you expect those things to change. Now there was like a brand new character, a brand new comic book character that just came out. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> get him tattooed uh, or her tattooed on me. I'm like, and then next thing you know, they, their comic book doesn't exist anymore. And you're like, who the hell is that? Yeah, it's this show, this comic well, like, book. And it was like, yeah. In a, I mean, it, while while the whole like comic book tattoo thing is not for me personally, um. I've seen some that are, like, really cool. I've seen a lot of them that are really cool. And, well, like, um, you know our, our friend, uh, the Rapping Ronin? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's He's got that Nancy tattoo, but it's, like, it's Nancy's head, but then, like, a skull and crossbones crossbones underneath it. Yeah. And that's so freaking cool. I love it. All right, so there's Kat Von D. Oh, okay. That's a lot of tattoo. Oh, that's just, you, you're just looking at, like, the, at, you know, her from, like, the neck up. <laughs> um, uh, But, yeah, she's she is, like... Covered in tattoos, um, but, but but kind of getting back to the whole thing is like, and so now I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna look up the band him again. I'm not trying to make fun of her, right? Right, well, she, right. She, she is what she is, um, and I mean it doesn't and, it doesn't really affect me one way or the other. It's not like I'm a huge yeah. fan of hers or whatnot. And what um, I wanted to you know make clear coming into this is that this is more just like. What's too much for us, you know? Right. It's it's not saying, oh, you know, you suck as a person if if this is what you do or this is how you express your fandom. Right. It's like where where is the line drawn? Right. Because like I mean I you know I can't I can't um like mock cosplay because you know during that one con I I was uh, done up like Tyler Durden and like I don't have an issue with cosplay. It's just when you. Like, allow it to control your life. 
I guess I just want to see moderation in everything, basically. But well, I think everything has to have moderation. Even moderation. Yeah. So, um, so him was apparently popular um, from, according to Wikipedia, from 1991-1993, and then from uh, 95 to 2017. I shouldn't say popular. I guess that's when they were together and making music. Hmm. And just because you haven't heard of him doesn't mean that that you know like, oh you haven't heard of him so they must not be shit but i mean <laughs> it's it's i haven't heard them or their name or whatever in a long time right right um but here's the interesting thing about them is uh they they originated out of helsinki sweden not finland huh. sorry that's a, that's a diehard joke for any of you people that uh that know diehard um but again you you're if you if we're talking about like when fandom goes too far or like what's too far to us, if you're making a a something I guess is permanent, and you're saying in this case, I'm gonna like this till the end of time, mm-hmm. no matter what they do. So in this case, if she's like, no matter what, I'm always gonna like that band that doesn't exist anymore, and people probably aren't gonna know who they are or anything else, which is fine. If if if, if you know. People don't have to like or understand or know, you know, what it is that, that you like and understand and know and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But that felt to me from looking at it was so it was very impulsive. Like, I like this right now in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I want to kind of tell people in a moment, like the, like the woman that, was saying that has a Wu-Tang. If she's still a big Wu-Tang fan, that's great. But there was a long time where Wu-Tang wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. And you've kind of committed yourself to saying that, you know, no matter what, I'm always going to like this band, even though, like, the last, like, five or six albums they did is garbage. Right. And, and right. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that about Wu-Tang, I'm just saying in general. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, it's... Well, and I think there's a danger in, like, you know, stuff gets controversy. Yeah. You know, like, Cerebus was the shit for a long time in the indie comics scene, and then Dave Sim dropped his anti-feminist manifesto... And suddenly, you know, Cerebus wasn't the shit to a lot of people. Right. I mean, I've, I've, you know, that that's a whole different podcast. I, I don't think that Dave Sim is like the devil incarnate like people like to pretend. I don't even think he's crazy like people like to pretend. But I'm just saying, you know, I think there's a lot of people who could have, like, gotten a Cerebus tattoo and then realized, like, oh, wait, his views don't necessarily reflect my views. And then you have to explain to people that it's like, oh, no, this is just, you know, like, Cerebus pre-issue 183 or whenever it was. Right. It's like, well, now now that's a bit awkward for you, isn't it? That's like, for me, when it came to Cerebus, I just I just wore a black vest. And then when people <laughs> were like, you wearing a Cerebus vest? I'm like, no, it's just a vest, asshole. Jeez whiz. <laughs> can't, can't a guy just wear a vest? Uh, but no, it's like, so, you know, I've got my, uh, I've got my, my shoes, uh, like a couple, mm-hmm. like, you know, comic book character shoes, some t-shirts. Yeah, see, um, I'm, I'm all about expressing yourself through that clothing, as long as it's not like a head-to-toe ensemble. Right. And like, you know, like, I wear the Tyler Durden jacket all the time, even when I'm not trying to, like, do, just do a fight club thing. It's just like, I like the jacket. It's a good color. Right. It looks, it looks classy. And now, if, if, if I could get a tattoo, would I get a tattoo? Well, I mean, maybe... I, I'd have to find like a really good character that I'd want to get a tattoo of. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, prior to like eight, ten years ago, um, like, you know, something with the Infinity Gems would have been cool. But yeah. now. Now everybody. <laughs> right. But now it's associated with one thing as where my association would be with something else. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so let's say, for example, if I was going to get like a, um, if I was going to get a tattoo, if I got the, the, um, the lion symbol. From the Hattori Hanzo blade. Oh, yeah. Tattooed on my arm. That would be cool. Yeah, that, that'd be awesome. That's something that I like, and that would be kind of cool. It'd be unique, mm-hmm. and it's representative of a, of a specific thing. 
bam, that's what it is. It, yeah, it, yeah. it can't be it can't be altered, misconstrued, misconstrued for something else. You know, unless of course, like later on, he like you know, does something different with the character. But you know, more mm-hmm. than likely, it just is what it is. You know, um, yeah. So there's certain things that, it, but for me, it would have to be something that would be like it's going to be representative of a particular thing, and I want it to be that thing. You know. Like, for example, I love Guy Gardner. If I was going to get a Green Lantern tattoo, mm-hmm. I couldn't just get the ring because you can be like, oh, you know, you was like, oh, which Green Lantern is it? Yep, and I was yep, like, no, yep. I want it to be Guy Gardner. It's like, what what, what could I do that was going to represent just that one thing? Yeah. Um, so it's, but, but it's so, kind of like how, you know, we, we really like uh, Jonah Hex from the Batman animated series and the comics, but we don't like the movie version of Hex. Right. It's like, well, you don't you don't just want that like that catch-all thing, hmm. because then people are going to think, "Oh well, <laughs> you got sucky taste." Yeah, and that, I learned my lesson with that the hard way when you know when I went through my my big Jonah Hex phase and I got that Confederate flag tattoo, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> but "That was a backfire." <laughs> Whoops! I didn't think that one through at all. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, "No, it's for Jonah Hex." Oh. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you just you got to be got to be careful. Uh, but yeah, like but that's that even talking about moderation. You know, um, we so I'm not sure. No, you and I didn't have a conversation about cosplay. I had a conversation with someone else about cosplay, yeah. and and I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna go on record as saying this, um, but I'm gonna clarify my statement, which is I can't stand cosplay, and I'm gonna say mm-hmm. it right now. I'm gonna say it again. We have discussed this. Yes, I fucking hate cosplay <laughs> now i like people to dress up in costume mm-hmm. if you want to dress in a costume to you know like walk around dress as your favorite character that's cool i mean i don't have a problem with that i think that's kind of awesome i like that people feel open they want to you know you know this you know kind of like you know show this and display this I'm like yeah that's really neat yeah i've got um, a caveat to add to that but i'm gonna let you, i'm gonna let you finish thank you Kanye. <laughs> um so I think that's kind of cool. I, I I do think that you know you've got to you you really have to kind of embody that character in some way. You know, like like I I would not like myself just like you know like oh look at me I'm Thor. But like so, so you're saying you would not cosplay as Jonah Hex? I would not cosplay <laughs> as well. Okay, with Jonah Hex, the only difference that would that the only thing that would not be Jonah Hex ish is that I'd be black and not white. But if I put the scar on my face and all that and dressed in the clothing and carried it, that would look like Jonah Hex. I, I think you could make it work with the way your hair is and all that. It would actually be pretty cool. Well, thank you. Yeah. But, like, I couldn't go, I couldn't right now as myself just paint myself blue and be like, I'm Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> but, no, you don't look anything like that character. You know, not at all. It's, yeah. Oh, God. So, that, that it's a little bit off topic, but I do want to talk about body paint, too. So, oh so... So, I like people that dress up. I like people that want to show their fandom and their love of certain characters and whatnot. I, I like people who really put, like, the talent and skill into it. Right. And we've, we've talked about that with, like, the Fat Thor stuff. Mm-hmm. That, like, you know, okay, if, you, if you're just going to be like, hey, 
I'm fat and got a nappy beard and long unwashed hair. I'm just gonna throw on some pajama pants and a hoodie and I'll be Fat Thor. And it's like, well, no, that there's like there's no skill or effort put into that. Like we saw one not too long ago to Khan. Mm. He he wasn't even wearing like some people will actually try to get their, their outfit to match. They'll try to get the right robe or right, whatever. Right. This guy was just in like any kind of like long robe yep. and pants and a shirt and had like the tackiest of nappy beards. I don't even know where the <laughs> hell they got it from. It was like I knew what he was trying to be, but it was like it's it's the worst version of that that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've seen some bad versions. Oh, yeah, on. we've seen some awful ones. So I'm going to get you, let you get to your thing here. But the difference between what I'm saying is like dressing up in cosplay mm-hmm. is that the people I've seen that are cosplayers, they're just dressing in costumes and going to cons and things to be seen. Yeah. They're not there to actually interact with anybody at the concert. They're not there to buy anything. They're not in for what I've seen they the get people mad that are doing that. They try to engage right. with them. They just want to get their picture taken and be seen by people and they're not there to buy anything. I don't even think for the most part the ones that I have kind of like seen or interacted with, they're not even fans of that culture. Mhm. It's just like, this is popular. I want to dress up as it. And they pick the most popular character at the time that's going to get them the most exposure. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to dress as. But I don't really know anything about the character. Because yeah. you can tell because some people will, like, people that dress as, like, like Harley Quinn, which you always see a lot of Harley <laughs> Quinn. The majority of them are dressed as the current incarnation of whatever it is that's in the media. Mm-hmm. You know, but you never see... You never see them dress as like one from the comic books. Yeah. You know, yeah. you never see that version. You always see the most popular media representation. Yeah. You, if you see the Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. Right. Um, if you're going to a, a con, right, you can't be like, well, people aren't going to recognize this version. Yeah, they will. You know, um, be like if you dress as like the uh, the Batman from uh, what is that thing? Um Crap, uh, I can't remember what it was his, uh, his thing is, but the Batman that wears like the yellow and purple and red outfit, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, the uh, shit, it's like the Zanzibar Batman or something it's, like that. Something like that. It, it's, it's awesome. That's right. like one of my favorite takes. If you just walked around just like that, people are like, what the hell is with like, you know, like rainbow flag Batman, mm-hmm. right? But like, no, but if you go to a con, people are going to recognize you. Yeah. So, and that's pretty much where you go to con. Nobody like just walks around town and cosplaying. They're like, look at me. <laughs> well, that, that's what, that was my caveat. That's what I was going to bring up. Okay. Well, not- I'm, gonna, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything more about it, but I'm saying when you go to a con, you, people that are dressed up and they, they are specific characters, yeah. but cosplayers are just whatever's popular at the time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you're not there to be a part of, you know, what's going on here. You're just there to be seen and right, you're right. capitalizing whether it's monetarily or whether it's, you know, for your own ego yeah. or whatever it is, you're capitalizing off of that, but you're not really a part of it. And Instagram clicks. Yeah. I see, mean, I want to see somebody cosplay as the Korean animated Batman who like, he, he also had a bright garishly colored costume, but he shot laser fingers. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. If somebody committed to that, I would be totally into that. And well, that's, that's what I keep going back to with Fat Thor is like, don't just be a fat guy in pajama pants and a robe. You know, show me Fat Thor in battle mode, you know? Right. Get get the hair up in, like, the, the ponytail. Get the beard braided. Get that armor and the hammer and all that. Like, do battle-ready Fat Thor from the fight scene. I would be totally into that. That would look badass, but nobody does that. I say, I know someone that wants to dress as fake Harley from the Batman anim- animated episode, Joker's Millions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, about that. and fake Harley is awesome. <laughs> and, and, and I, and I know, like, that'd be awesome if he did that. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see, I would love to see, and 
I'm going to say hot chick just because generally when you talk about someone like a like a Wonder Woman or a Harley, well, a Wonder Woman or a Starfire or Harley, it's generally be someone that's going to show a lot of skin because that's the costumes. Mm-hmm. But if um, I'd love to see someone, a hot girl dressed as Starfire with the Jeff mask from Teen Titans Go. Oh, yeah. That would be the shit to me. <laughs> so Jeff. she's just, she, yeah, she's just all, she's just all Starfired out. But then is like I got the Jeff mask on. Yep. That I'd be like that. That's that's perfect. That's awesome. Yep. But, that would be fantastic. So I don't. I like people that dress up. I don't like cosplayers because it'd be like me going to a Bake Off mm-hmm. and then buying a bunch of shit from like you know like Sarah Lee or whatever, <laughs> and then putting on a tray and be like, "Yes, look at how well my presentation is." Like, but Just sitting there with a box of little Debbie's. Right. It's like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, we're we're all here because we like to bake or whatever. It's like, yeah, but I like to put on a good show. <laughs> yeah. I don't really care about the baking aspect of it. I don't even right. like desserts. But I do like to put on a show and get a lot of attention. Like, how long would that shit last? Right, yeah. You know, you, you get thrown out like the <laughs> like Jazzy Jeff on a <laughs> episode of The Fresh Prince. <laughs> but yeah, no, so I, I will bring up my caveat, which is you were saying, you know, if you cosplay at a con. But it's like, but I have seen people who cosplay outside of the con scene, and I've got a problem with that. And like... Oh, to, wait, where, like, where have you seen this? Uh, the ramen place. In Oak. <laughs> Weez, like like they come in there dressed Weeb- up as like Naruto or some shit like he that. He was dressed up like Sasuke from Naruto. Yeah. Weeb Central, man. That's the, that's the problem with being an aficionado of ramen is that you expose yourself to this shit. Okay. So um, first off, if you're doing something like that, you got some serious fucking problems that go <laughs> way beyond like, ugh. Well, I mean, and again, you know... Uh, I, I, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, we have the shirts that represent our fandom. Me, I'm a big fan of, like, replica shirts from movies. Like, I've got, uh, I've got the motocross shirt that Tyler Durden wears in the Shatner discussion of Fight Club. Kinda. Kinda. It's, it's pretty close. Well, oh, you got the motocross one, not the Hustler one. Right, right. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, no, that, cause those are, like, $300. I can't afford them. And plus, you just got the your Batman vs Superman shirt. Yep, yep. I got I got the uh, the Banksy shirt that uh, Lex Luthor wore. So like, I, I love that kind of stuff. And um, I, I've I've actually almost bought the uh, the uh, t- shirt from Think Geek that Tony Stark wore with the uh, I'm missing an electron. Then he gave it to oh. Peter Parker. Well, I don't I've, know if I've he gave it to him. He's just wearing. Yeah, it. he's wearing it. He's <laughs> uh, like, are you positive? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I love that. So, like, I've, I've thought about buying that one. But it's just, like, just like we. I, do you own the the Bruce Lee turntables? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I wear that one all the time. See, I thought about buying that one, but then I saw I went to a con. I saw every freaking body in the world wearing <laughs> one. And was like, nope. So, so like, I've got that, and I've got the uh, the Black Sabbath '78 tour shirt. I've actually got that in my bag right now. That uh, Tony wears in the first Avengers movie. Nice. Yeah, it's it's an awesome shirt. So like, but and it's that kind of thing where people are like, oh hey, you've got that shirt, you know, from that movie. That's cool, and I I like that aspect of it. And you know, I appreciate it when I see people wearing that. Now there are times when it's oversaturated, like uh, after Guardians of the Galaxy two came out. Oh, everybody every, wearing that yeah baby shirt. Everybody had the yeah baby shirt, and like I mean, 
And that's the thing, like, for half a second, I was like, I should get me a shirt like that, because my fond is forgetting the shirts. And I was like, no, this movie's too hot. And we went to that next con, and we saw, like, 16 or 17 people wearing that shirt. It was ridiculous. Yep. So, um, but yeah, there's there's a very big difference between, like, oh, I'm wearing a shirt from Scott Pilgrim, or I'm wearing a shirt from, like, Pulp Fiction. Don't you have almost every Scott Pilgrim shirt? Um, you've, got the, prob- you've got the Plum Tree shirt. Probably about half of them, yeah. yeah. And he wears a lot of shirts. You don't have the you don't have the um, the uh, Star shirt, the Smashing Pumpkin Star shirt, do you? Yeah, I do. You do? I don't think I ever. Seen oh no, no, not the Zero shirt. Yeah, sorry, Zero. Um, so let's see. I've I've got the SP Smashing Pumpkin shirt. I've got the Plum Tree shirt. Uh, the Pixel Skull, the Matchpick shirt that he wears when he. Uh, has the package delivered to his house. Mm-hmm. The Fantastic Four and a Half shirt. That's, a, that's just an awesome shirt. That, that's a fun shirt. The Franklin Richards shirt yeah, is awesome. That, that's a really good one. Um, I've got his Astro Boy shirt, but it's not a ringer because they stopped selling the ringer version of it. Um, I've got the quotation marks one. Uh, shit, what else? Is that all? I think that's all. So there's, I mean, I've probably got like two thirds of the ones that appear in the movie. So I've, I've actually got to round out that collection. You're almost there. I'm getting there. I've, there's still that Canadian, like, CBC shirt that he wears with all the CDs on it. Mm, I'm not sure if I know that one. Um, or remember it, rather. I mean, I'm, yeah, I know I know it. Yeah, you, you'd know when you saw it. And uh, I've got to get that SARS shirt of his. <laughs> oh, the Resident Evil shirt? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and like, it, but there's a really big difference between that versus wearing, like, a costume and wearing, like, the entire thing that that person wears. And you might be able to get away with that if they kind of, like, if that character wears, like, normal clothes. Mm-hmm. Like, you could you could technically wear a Scott Pilgrim, quote, costume. And the only thing that would really look unusual was, like, the whole wristband thing. Yeah. I've never done that. I mean, but, like, uh, I, mean, I mean, every time I put on, you know, like a jacket, you know, baseball cap and sunglasses, I'm technically any Marvel hero in disguise. <laughs> you're, you're, you're incognito Marvel guy. Uh, but then, like... When you're dressed full bore in an anime costume and dressed up like Sasuke and have, like, the wig and the high-collar trench coat and all that shit, that to me is too much. That is too much. And, and, and out in public just for, just because I'm I'm going to a ramen place, like, mm-hmm. you're going to impress them. <laughs> you know, what impresses them is you being polite and, and, and paying for your food and leaving a good tip. That's yeah. impressive. What what they like there is when you clean your table off. So, big, big tip out for you folks who go to the ramen bar. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, this guy just came in, like, full gust up, like, fucking Sasuke, and then he, like, looks over to that, uh, soda case that they have there, where, like, all the ramen soda is, and he's like, oh my god, they have Japanese soda here! And I was like, oh man, I gotta get out of here. Why, why would they not at a ramen bar? And you dressed up, like, so, wait, 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 so, so this guy dressed up like that to go there, apparently he's never been there before, yeah, this is first. but he thought that this was how you have to dress to go to a ramen restaurant <laughs> holy shit that's racist you know next time i go to get chinese food i'm gonna wear some of those sandals with like and, and, the, and the big like the big straw hat, the rice hat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then i'm gonna and i'm gonna like speak and then just keep moving my mouth after the words that come out because i want to show them proper respect and that's how you do that <laughs> But you have to like disguise your voice like you're being dubbed over by a different voice yeah. actor. <laughs> and then and then every, every once in a while, I go, and then <laughs> <laughs> You killed my teacher. 
<laughs> yes, and when I get and when I get some some Vietnamese food, and we'd be like, "Diddy Mao, Diddy Mao, <laughs> <laughs> you round die." You know, yeah, because that's that's how that's that's how you do it. Of course, yeah. You know, actually, for dinner now we're talking about. It, I think uh, there's like a soul food place down the street. We can go be like, "Yo, what's happening, blood?" And it's like, "Yo, chicken like this, mama." Uh, <laughs> what's up, clam chowder? <laughs> Yeah, woman, I dug her rap. My mama didn't raise no fool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I And it's one of those things where, like, kind of like pornography, I might not be able to define it, but I know it when I see it. And it's kind of that way with, like, this nerd stuff where it's like, I may not be able to define how much is too much, but I know it when I see it. I'm like, wait, I. Wait, 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 wait. You can't define pornography? I, there's there's like that fine line of like oh this isn't porn this is a TNA film or or like whatever I mean it's like getting a get, getting a fully accurate description of exactly when it crosses the line from from point A to point porn okay here, here yeah I can I can I can clarify this for you um, Rodan's the thinker right <laughs> that's art. I promise you, somebody has masturbated to that at some point. Well, probably, but man, people masturbate to anything. You yeah, know, people have foot fetishes. You know. <laughs> Sorry, QT. I was um, about to say, Quentin, <laughs> give us a call. Uh, we still want you on the show. So, Rodan's the thinker. That's art. Michelangelo's David. That's art. Oh yeah. If no, you no, take, David's a beautiful work of art. If you take David and you put that statue in front of the thinker, they're looking at each other. That's now pornography. <laughs> comic about the creation of the statue of david <laughs> no leonardo like unveils the statue and everybody's like oh ah, it's beautiful this is the most incredible statue we've seen but but leonardo why did you make the penis so small and he goes ah, no it's normal size <laughs> wait is it small <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh hey well where are we at oh uh, we are 37 minutes. Wow. So, yeah, a little bit late, but we can do an ad break. Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> Excelsior True Believers, there's a new podcast called In the Gutter, starring yours truly, Wallcrawler One. And Turk182 from the podcast, Our Moms Think We're Funny. In the Gutters will explore all of comicdom. From the depths of the Atlantean Oceans all the way to the up, up, and aways of the expanses of the multiverses. We'll sleep, eat, and full bleed from the local comic shops to the grave for you here on In the Gutters. Please join us for our premier podcast found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Spotify, and CastBox. Also, expect X-Men and Claremont. Lots of X-Men and Claremont. But hey, we're back, everybody. Hey everybody! So Akomi, you were going on and uh, about uh, you know the, your caveat. Yeah, yeah. People wearing costumes. Is that the guy from Maroon Five? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Does anybody know who anybody from Maroon Five looks like? <laughs> I used to know um, what the lead singer looked like, but then every time I see him, he's got more and more tattoos. <laughs> I think he, I think he's slowly trying to just make himself black. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a cool way to do it. Um. These guys are supposed to be eating ramen, but you can clearly tell this like ramen noodles from like the store because real ramen is not curly like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah. 
Oh, God. Yeah, there's so, definitely 30-cent packs of ramen. And, and, which is, there's nothing wrong with that shit. Oh, no, but, I mean, I eat the 30-cent packs. I no, just like the yeah. real stuff better. I prefer, though, if to go to, like, the uh, the Asian grocer and get, like, the super hot ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, those are so good. Dude, if you can't, if you can't read anything on the package, right? And, That's the good shit. Right, and the instructions are just, like three pictures of like <laughs> the noodle a pot and then like like three wavy lines like <laughs> three wavy vertical lines indicated it's hot that's the good shit right there that is the good shit my personal favorite and i've only ever been able to find it at certain health food stores believe it or not it's uh they're thai noodles but they come with like crushed up peanuts hmm. it's so good oh it's so good hmm Anyway, as usual, we have a, a movie in the background while we're doing our podcast. <laughs> a really shitty movie. I picked yeah. it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and apparently there's this bartender at this like fake-ass ramen bar that has a picture of the Leaning Tower of Pisa in it. And, uh, oh, there's a little nod to Tori Hanzo there. Oh. If you saw behind the bar. Oh, I missed it. Okay, well, wait this and see it again. You'll see the nod to Tori Hanzo. This is painfully stupid. And, by the way, I'm just assuming that it's a nod to that. Uh, I don't really think it is. <laughs> yeah, but. I don't think they would be that intelligent with this movie. But, um, but anyway, uh, the the bartender, um, it kind of looks like Adam Levine from the Maroon 5. Not really, <laughs> but, yeah. You see, you see it? Nah. Look, it's right there. Right where? I, I don't see it. Look at the background. You I don't see the not to the hotel. Oh, the not. baseball. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Damn, dude. It was cut off halfway in the top left corner. Fuck, man. I look abysmal. Why'd you do that? That was signed. <laughs> You're supposed to look at it and be like, oh, it's signed. Like, I know. <laughs> So, uh, let's see, what else, what, what other examples do we have here that would be, like, going too far? Um, so, I, dressing, dressing up outside of a con that's in Condia, yeah, that, that is, that's just crazy. That's, that's beyond going too far. That's, that's mental instability right there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, like, and it was a big thing, like, during the Matrix, too, that people would just, like, be in, like, the all black. Oh, yeah. Like, that was really popular for a while. I think any time that you... So it's one thing to dress up as that particular character. Obviously, you're not going to go to work dressed like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so... Like, for example, you mentioned... Um, you mentioned our, our one uh, our one friend, right? Um, with, with the Nancy tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, that's, he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Big shout out to him. Check out the rap and Ronin, everybody. Uh, but when... Um, that's that's their personal style. Yeah. When they're doing something business related or going to their job, <laughs> that's not how they dress. Yeah. You know, so it's it's not like like they're in some kind of fantasy world. Like this is my style, which is <laughs> not a like a, it's not them copying or imitating like a particular character. Right. Like, yeah. This is my style. This is how I like to dress. You know, but I also know that. You know, if I've got something serious going on, like I'm not going to show up at a funeral like like the guy from IT crowd, right? right. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's cradle of filth. <laughs> got me through some dark times, it did. That's one of the things I always liked about Rob Zombie was I saw an interview with Rob Zombie and he he didn't have like the makeup on or whatever. He mm-hmm. was just wearing like his cowboy hat. You know, he had long hair, t-shirt on, like a jean jacket. He was just like he hey. looked normal, right? 
as opposed to someone like Marilyn Manson, whenever I've seen Marilyn Manson, he's always been in full regalia. Yeah. And that, yeah. that bugs shit out of me. It's like, okay, it's an act. Stop trying to pretend like this is how you always are. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't live in a fucking cave, you know, with like skulls and shit like that and like in coffins all over the place. You live in a regular house and when you go home, you wipe that shit off and you put on a pair of sweatpants and like, you know, so, so his poor wife is just like, please, Marcus, just put on the makeup to bed just one time. He's like, God, no, Linda. <laughs> It's like let's just let's just sit back and watch some episodes of the Wonder Years. Just, just for I once, was, let me be normal. Yes, and it's like I was so great in that show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but then there are people though that will not necessarily like. No one's going to walk around like dress as Superman, but there will be people that you will see that will walk around like in a Wolverine Logan esque. In mm-hmm. everyday life, yeah the the white wife beater, the brown leather jacket, right the the hair frizzed out to the sides. They won't have the claws, but I mean, but tight it's like, jeans and boots. And, and people that try to, I think this is the big one. People that try to like imitate or portray that that character's attitude or you know their characteristics. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is more of their own insecurities or yeah, their yeah. desire to be someone different. Which it kind of like what, what dressing up in cosplay is. Like for this one day, I want to look like this person or whatever. Um, which is one of the things that when we're at cons that we can't absolutely cannot stand is people that are the fucking Deadpool cosplayers. <laughs> yeah. That, that one, they don't know who Deadpool is. They think that Deadpool is just some obnoxious asshole that runs around, you know, like, annoying everybody. It's like, no, that's not what Deadpool is. But I realize that that's who you are. Right. You know, and and that's annoying as hell. Uh, but I think when you, when you, it's one thing to be a fan of something. And you can collect and dedicate and, you know, be like, oh, I really like all this stuff. Like, you know, I've got, you know, so for example... Um, at, at one point, um, I was a huge, huge fan of General Grievous, mm-hmm. um, from Star Wars until I went and I remember saw. When you like attach those extra arms to your body. Well, yeah, yeah, the the glue kept coming off. <laughs> uh, yeah. Told you not to use actual human arms. Well, I mean, well, his were robot arms, but then it didn't look right because I'm not a robot. <laughs> And plus, I had those I have left over from when I did that uh, the uh, Spider Man like oh I'm turning into a spider like cosplay thing yeah that, and I had all those extra arms and that was so, pretty clever yeah I wish I could have found like actually four extra black arms <laughs> but you know whatever that's why they make paint I'm so, sure nobody noticed <laughs> uh, so uh, and except until um, Revenge of the Sith. Where they just completely just like just pushed him out, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, Even the negotiator. I still liked him. Uh, I still like General Grievous, you know. Even though they pushed him, but, but I had a at work. I kind of used to have like a little bit of a. I used to have a little bit of of who my personality on display, mm-hmm. and um, and I had this little mini shrine to General Grievous there. <laughs> Right, but that's all it was. It was just like, oh, I like General Grievous, and here's something. And it was more. It was obviously it was for me, not for anybody else. Because when I sat at my desk, I, I, it was like I had my stuff there, and it made me feel, you know, made me feel good. It was like, yeah, it made me feel comfortable having yeah. that stuff there. Um, and and so that was cool. But that was for me. I didn't dress as him. I didn't walk around talking. To people like, oh, 
you know, like <laughs> I'm the precursor to Bane. Yeah, nothing like that. I mean, it was just my little my little area here. It didn't take up a large space. It was just some small old thing. <laughs> Racist Grievous. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, and the Jew. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and I love Thanos. Like, you know, so I'm looking over at, at, at my at my wall. Yeah. And, uh, I love I love Thanos, and I love uh, I love Clint Barton Hawkeye, and I've got my little displays to them, and you know, and, and that's fine. Like, I don't think of that as going too far at all. When I was gonna say, so I've got I've got that stuff, and that, and you know, when I see something really really cool, Thanos, you know, obviously there's a lot of it out right now, so I can't collect everything, but thankfully. When it comes to certain things, I'm very specific with what I like mm-hmm. and the style that I like. So any like Infinity War in-game stuff, that's right out. Because yeah, yeah. I like the movie, but I, I'm not really a Josh Brolin fan. And and I don't yeah. like his Thanos look <laughs> overall. I mean, for yeah. like for the movie it's fine, but that's not that's not what I want to collect, is that look. I don't like my Josh classic Brolin? look. You you don't like the old boy remake? No, the, the reinterpretation. No, I well, I don't know because I haven't seen it all yet. Yeah, we're gonna do a let's watch of that. Yeah, but we're gonna do the the, uh, the director's cut. It's got like twenty additional minutes of footage. <laughs> yep, it does. So most of it is the fight scene. Wait, yes, <laughs> there. I, I don't know if it was actually released, but there is like an, a, a director's cut where like there's it's twenty additional minutes. Were you making that shit up? I gotta keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they extend the 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 big fight scene there. To explain why he, like, is in a totally different place when he stops fighting versus when he gets stabbed. Okay. Yeah. So, um, anyway. Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> I've, got, I've got my little displays to them, and I try to collect, you know, what I can. But, and I know some people, they go way out there stuff. Like, you know, there's, like, especially I've seen, like, some Superman, like, fans that I have, like, so much stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, you know. You collect the thing that you like or whatever. But there's a point where your collection starts to dominate your life. Mm-hmm. That's where, I'm like, I'm like, you you got to rein it in. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think what it comes down to is when your interest and in your hobby blurs the line between being that interest and hobby and being reality. Yeah. And that's when it's too far. Yeah, it's and when it's, it becomes an obsession. Right. Um. In. And, so, and when that becomes your sole motivation for anything you do. Yeah. So I think that's really where, where, where it comes down to is like when that becomes your sole purpose is to either be, interpret, collect or whatever. And then it's like, okay, that's too far. Mm-hmm. It really is too far. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because cause you're, you, the, at that point, you kind of remove yourself from the rest of the world. And you're making your you're putting yourself in a category where other people can't connect to you. Yeah, well, it's it's moving. And that's out of always the... that's always a bad thing. Yeah, well, yeah, it's because it controls you. It's no longer this thing of because this is something that resonates with me, I'm going to express myself in a way that it's appreciative of it, and then it becomes this thing of like it's consuming me. Right, and that's a huge problem. I knew a guy who used to dress up like a hobbit. Sexually or? No. Oh. Like daily. He would like walk down the road dressed as a hobbit. Had like the, the gray cloak and like the Tom Bombadil hat and a walking stick and he would wear like open toed sandals. Okay, that's um. But the hobbits don't wear sandals. I guess he had yeah, to because. I mean, yeah, he just he couldn't have walked barefoot. I mean, oh, my my town has a lot of. So that's the other thing I don't like. So people can't commit. 
But yeah, nah, and um, nah, he, I mean, shit, I've known people who would, like, talk with accents that they didn't have. I, I never knew these people, but I've seen people in, like, stores, like, wearing cloaks and stuff, in, like, World of Warcraft t-shirts. All that stuff is too much for me. When you cross the realm of, like, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing the shirt from the movie because that's cool, into the realm of I'm wearing a costume or something that's, you know, not, not even part of this fucking time period, then that's a bit much for me. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, one of my friends, uh, Will, he, and I don't think he's, except I've witnessed him doing it on several occasions. I don't even think he's aware that he does it, but when he's talking to someone and that person has a, an accent, mm-hmm. he adopts it. Yeah. He will unconsciously start talking in a very similar accent. <laughs> no, it's fine when it's unconscious. I mean, I, I'm not going to judge that. Because he uh, and I were out somewhere, and we were talking to someone, and she had a very heavy southern accent, and she was like, y'all is, yeah, and yeah, I think that's good, because, you know, <laughs> people like that, and he's like, I know what you mean, and, and I was like, <laughs> no, I'm like, that's, 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 I'm like that's, that's not how you normally talk, Keith Urban, you're, you're, like, you're Australian, I don't know, why are you talking like that? <laughs> Shazam! He was like, all right, well, I'll see you later, good day! <laughs> like, no, but I mean, he, he will, and it's, and I, knowing him, I know that it's not something he's doing to make fun or whatever, it's just, it, it's just un- unconscious. So, yeah, that that that's that's one thing. But you know, purposely talking in a in a weird accent is like, no, why? Why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. Now, as far as accents, this isn't really the nerd culture thing. This is more just like friggin' common sense and decency. I feel like I bitched about this before. I used to work with a guy who, if people talked with any kind of an accent, he just could not let it go. Have we talked about this on the podcast? I don't think so. This is new to me. Okay, so, like, the first thing is, he knew just, like, a modicum of Spanish. And I mean just, like, you know, he, he took it, like, a semester in high school kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So anytime he saw anybody who would speak Spanish, then he would have to, you know, kick off with a, Oh, buenos dias, como esta? And then, of course, they would think, oh, this guy speaks Spanish. And so they would just, like, respond with this stream of Spanish, and he would stare at them blankly, looking like a total idiot because he can't. Because actually carry a conversation. It's like, why do you keep doing that? Because it's a totally idiot. Yeah, it's like, why do you fucking keep doing that when you know that they're not going to think, oh, this white man learned two, two sentences in my native tongue. They're, they're going to think, oh, this guy speaks Spanish. That's why he engaged me in Spanish. Let me carry on a conversation in Spanish. More times than I can count, I saw him do that. But yeah, anytime he heard somebody speak... What would be the point in that? Because you, you, you get that opener, and then after that, it's just like, like you said, you, you stare blankly, you can't follow it up with anything. Yeah. And after the first couple of times, you think, well, if I'm going to do this, I probably need to have something else, or learn something else to follow this up with. You would think. And, and you don't do it. It drove me crazy. I'm so glad I left that job. But, um, but yeah, the other thing, if you ever heard anybody speaking with any kind of an accent, especially something like European or whatever, then he would start grilling them on where they're from. And people never want to, like, talk about that shit because, I mean, how often do you, you know, is a spectacle made out of, you know, out of yourself based off your accent? Right. And Especially so, if you're German. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, he, he harassed some German people. So we'd always be like, oh, that's a great accent. Where are you from? And, you know, I mean, it's like, I'll just be like. The upper west side. K- Kentucky. He's like, well, that's not a Kentucky accent. Where are you from originally? And, like, and he would always just, like, give him the fucking third degree until he'd be like, I can't. 
I am from Germany. It's like, for fuck's sake, leave these people alone. So, again, this isn't like a nerd thing or how much is too much. This is just like, just leave people alone. Right. <laughs> if this is you, don't be that. <laughs> but, you know, you, I mean, there is a, well, I was just saying, there's a, there's a point where, and specifically with their, our, 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 I don't want to say our culture, but with our interests in, in things, mm-hmm. that it is taken a bit too far. But I think it, look, very few people in this world are really happy and comfortable with who they are. Yep. You know, we're content in some ways. We ex- we're accepting in some ways, but you know, you're not really that. Not everyone's happy with exactly who they are. There's something about yourself that that you wish was different or better that, that you can change. Yeah, you know, yeah. and we we you know, we had this conversation. And I'm not sure which which podcast it was, but where we're talking about, yeah, I'd love to, you know, have like a tight physique or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can achieve that. I can start working out and really putting a lot of my time and energy into that. But that takes time and energy away from something else that to me is either something I want to do more, like eat more desserts, or <laughs> if it's something that is more important to me, like doing the podcast or yeah, you know yeah. fixing stuff around my house or whatever it is like you know what what should I be doing should I be like doing this thing right here or working out now if that if working out is really important to me right then that that takes over this other stuff here mm-hmm. because obviously that is not important to me but these things are a little bit more important so I can't achieve that I wish I had that and it, yeah. and I would say if I could t- if I could take a pill that would immediately reshape my body and give me the physique I want. Actually, I wouldn't do it <laughs> because I didn't earn it. Right. You know, now granted, I would like some fast results. So if you told me I could work out like, you know, like a half hour a day, three days a week and in three months, I'd have the physique I wanted. Okay. Yeah. I'm still, you know, obviously that's not possible. Uh, <laughs> but if I could, at least, at, at least then I was, I was, I was earning it in some way. I'm doing something that's moving towards that goal. Yeah. yeah. You know, but, um, but just, just changing myself, you know, uh, no, you know, if I taking a pill and changing it, no. So yeah, the, the, the point of that is like, you know, there's things about each of us that we're unhappy with. We wish we could change or whatever, but either make it happen or accept that it's not, but don't play this, this, fantasy of that you're somebody that you're not yeah because you're so unhappy with who you are because you're still not that person right and like i mean and for all you deadpool people out there that were like you know you really think you're deadpool <laughs> just let me stab you a couple times <laughs> if you're deadpool you'll heal no harm no foul yeah but if you start bleeding out maybe <laughs> maybe just maybe you're, you're joe you're just <laughs> joe yeah I just don't get why people need a gimmick. You know, like, you don't have to be the Hobbit guy. You don't have to be the accent guy. Just, like... Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, and and this is so unlike me. This is so, so, so unlike me. I mean, this is so unlike me. Um, but you know what? I think for so many people out there that uh, that are like that, you're, you're those kind of people... Um, you just need someone to say that you're okay with who you as who you are. You know, like mm-hmm. who you are is okay. And I think really what you need to do is you need to stop for a moment and just just think about who are you. 
I don't think enough of us do that. We just stop and take a minute and say, who who am I really? Yeah. Like, who really am I? I know who I want to be, you know, but who am I? And I think that's what kind of holds a lot of us back is because we have this image of, like, who we really want to be. But sometimes who we want to be is not who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the thing is, if we can just, ex- like, learn who we are and... And then you and you can actually you can actually in some ways get to who you want to be maybe not exactly but you can't do it from where you from standing right where you, where you are right now without right, learning right. who you are. So for those people, I'm just gonna say, and I know you really want to jump in, but I'm just gonna say we had a we um, posted a, a podcast recently at the time of this recording. We we posted the one except um, what what spawned this whole conversation here about obsession. Yeah, and and I, I mentioned the whole thing with the uh, with the uh, the the people that OD'd on water, mm-hmm. and I mentioned the, the woman from the contest. And I was listening to that, and I was like, you know, that what some of the things I said came out really uh, really mean, mean spirited. When I was like, you know, yeah, I, not to say I didn't give a shit about her, but I was like, you know, her death was her own fault. And and I, I wasn't trying to be callous about it, especially when I was like, you know, hey, I feel for her like the same way. But my point was that people die every second of every day. You mm-hmm. know, hundreds, you know, tens of hundreds of people, you know, thousands of people die a day. And while they are, they're, they're human lives. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Knowing that I can't I can't cry for all of them. And the thing right. is, they died whether I knew about it or not, you know. And even if I even if I read about it in the paper, I don't know that person, and I can't sit there and cry and be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry for this person." I don't know because I don't know them. Right, I mean, right. it's it's just not possible for me to take all those emotions into me, you know, and for that. So, and and we can't. That's how we walk around as human beings: is that we can recognize something as a tragedy. And we say, "Damn, that sucks. I'm 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 sorry that that had to happen to somebody." Now, am I really, really sorry? I'm not really, really sorry, but I realize that, you know, that they are, they're no different from us. Yeah. They yeah. suffered this tragedy that could have just as well been us. And had it been me, you know, like, it would suck. And so I recognize just, just how bad that sucks. And that's unfortunate. And that's really what I'm saying is that's unfortunate. Not that right, I'm sorry right. because I'm not really sorry because I don't have an emotional connection to you. Right. But it is unfortunate. Um, so with all these things going on there... Uh, like that, and I and I, I come across like I said, being just really callous and, and unfeeling by saying, you know, oh, I'm 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 sorry it's happened to this person, but I'm not really sorry. And they brought it onto themselves. Again, I'm not backtracking on that. Yeah, she didn't know obviously that this was possible, but at some point you've got to feel that you know. Wait a minute, I don't feel good. I don't physically feel good. Is is this worth it? Is winning it worth? what I'm putting myself through or like, oh my goodness, you know, some, some part of me is saying I should stop and, you know, because this is not healthy or I don't feel right, but I'm going to continue on with it. So what is your, what's the ultimate prize here? If it's like a $200 piece of plastic and wires, mm-hmm. is that really worth my health? Because if, say, if I get really sick, and I got to go to the doctor, I can guarantee you right now, just step in the door, of that doctor's office emergency room is going to be more than $200. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. so you know, you, you got to kind of really think about that. Again, it's unfortunate that she passed away the way she did or at, at all. Um, but you kind of did it to yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm just kind of putting all that in context and, go, and going back to that. To say this, for all you people out there that, you know, aren't really happy with who you are or you want to be someone else, right? Really what you just need to be told is that 
you know, with some exceptions, and those exceptions being the things about yourself that you're unhappy with, that you don't like, that you want to change, right? You're you're great the way you are. You are as a as a whole are a good person. Mm-hmm. Now, even if you do some bad things, you know, and I know some of us like to do bad things, <laughs> right? I like to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Steal from my grandma's purse. <laughs> um, they. Even if you do those bad things and you recognize that those are bad things and you're not, and you know, you shouldn't be doing them and you're not really happy that you do them, right? And you feel that maybe that stops you from being someone that is worthy of whatever and that you want to be someone else. Just recognize who you are. Make those, make those attempts, you know, to move forward and be someone better. And just know that there are people out there like Comey and I that say, hey, you're, you're a good person on the whole. And if there's things about yourself that you want to change, make moves to change those. Even mm-hmm. the smallest step forward is still a step forward. Yep. Yep. You know, and there's people out there that love you. I don't love you. Right? <laughs> I don't know you. And for me to say I love you when I don't know you, that's the biggest lie. And you'd be like, you don't fucking know me. You can't say it. So I'm not going to I'm not gonna pretend like I do. But I will say, though, that as a whole, I have to believe that most people in the world are good. I couldn't step out my door every day without thinking that most people in the world are good and have a great desire to want to be good and to be better. Right, right. And you're one of those people. And just feel that for yourself and be yourself as a good person and don't try to be somebody else. Right, yeah. So um, I was I was gonna like we're, we actually need to kind of wrap up or right at the hour mark. We need to do it every once in our podcast. We can carry this on for like a fucking six episode series. I gotta edit this shit, man. Um, oh, you gotta edit this shit. <laughs> you have a program that you just dump it into, <laughs> and then you sit around and be like, "Oh yeah, oh, I'm working on it. I'm working real hard, Turk. I'll have it for you in like thirty minutes." I gotta, While you sit there and play Egg Band, and then be like, you know, <laughs> I, "I gotta listen." to the whole file these days now that we do ad breaks. Really? Uh, you actually listen to the whole file? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm impressed. I do love you. I, right? This Thank is the you. truth, people. <laughs> so, um... Shit, where was I? Yeah, so, like, we, we were talking about the uh, the Shy Boys, and uh, at the time of this recording, we haven't posted that episode, but we will. Wow, um, the Shy Boys. Yeah, the Shy Boys documentary. I, no, I know. I just, it, I'm just like, wow, the Shy Boys. It ties in so much with so much of what we're talking about here of, like, you know, they're people who aren't happy with themselves. They're not self-assured or confident outside of the pickup artist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not self-assured or confident either. He's overcompensating for being unconfident. Right. Um, and and I, I think he he's he does realize he's gay, too. <laughs> I think that's a big part. Is he does not realize that he's gay. What, you mean just because a man screams in terror at the sight of a vagina, that means he's gay? Um... If 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 he if, if he wants to be with women and Siri called him Kincaid, <laughs> if he wants to be with women and he loves women, he thinks that women should that it's their it's their duty to have sex with him. <laughs> but he doesn't like vaginas. <laughs> yes, he might be gay. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think you need Jeff Foxworthy to be like if you <laughs> want to have sex with women but are afraid of vaginas, you might be gay. <laughs> He almost threw that laptop across the room. <laughs> oh, God, I hate looking at him! Oh! I mean... I wish I, it was parallel with my dick! I wish... I, I wish... I have been with some... Remember I told you the pool table story? Yeah. The pool table story. So I have... I have been around some gay guys, and when you talk about vaginas to them, they get 
physically like repulsed. They're like, oh god, like oh, I can't even think about it. Oh, I don't want to see one. Like those things are disgusting. That's how gay guys act. If you act like that again, Jeff, you might be gay. <laughs> and this combination like like Seinfeld and Jeff Fox. Oh, of course, yeah. It's it's it's, it's Jeff. Jeff Seinworthy. Thank you. Jeff Seinworthy. <laughs> Jer Seinworthy. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm <laughs> just saying. Yeah, no. Um, but, I mean, that's you know that's so much of the thing. And there's you you also see with the Shy Boys kind of elements of this how much is too much nerdiness in that, like, you've got that one guy who, like, always wore that anime overcoat. Yeah. And insisted that it looked cool and chicks dug it. <laughs> when I have sex, I'm gonna wear this coat just to prove you wrong. Look, I have I have a a big like long anime type coat, right? <laughs> I love this coat. I think it's awesome. I have not worn that coat in about seven years, <laughs> and I probably would never put that coat on again. I love that coat. I wish I could wear it all the time, but. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> hey, shit, I, with, with me, like, being, like, with the whole shaved head thing, I have to be careful about wearing long coats anyway, because people just think I'm trying to look like Morpheus. Yeah, and that's also why you can't get any more tattoos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're two tattoos away from saying, you see Heil. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> you know, as long as I don't get them, like, on my neck or face, I think I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or your knuckles. Or my knuckles. Yeah, no knuckles. And don't get that spiderweb elbow. God, no. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend who got, like, like shattered concrete on his shoulder, and that looked pretty cool. That's not bad. Yeah, he, he said that he was doing that to, like, wear his sins on his sleeve, so I was like, oh, that's, that's actually not bad, but... I still think if I were to get a tattoo, and this is funny in light of this episode, because we were talking about, oh, you know, don't, don't, you know, go too far. I really want the Surrender or Die tattoo from Snowpiercer. Oh. And I, we've talked about it off mic before. But, uh, but yeah, there's that, there's the scene where, like, they're rushing I, a bunch of the guards on the train. I feel really uncomfortable right now. Me too. <laughs> okay. So it's not just me. Yeah, no, no, okay. not you at all. But, okay. But yeah, no, um, they, they were, uh, they're rushing the guards on the train and there's this one guy who has a bunch of tattoos on him but like he runs and gets the the head guard in a headlock and has a knife in his right hand like holds the knife up to the guy's throat and he looks down and sees on his arm the word surrender and then he turns the knife into the guy's throat and it says die so it's like <laughs> surrender or die the guy's like I surrender it's like it's such a cool tattoo what I yeah I was, there was a couple tattoos I, I wanted to get um uh you know I wanted to get my name um, written in uh, Kryptonian mm-hmm. uh, down the the length of my forearm, that which would be cool. I, yeah it would be kind of cool because you know it's it just uh, and the thing is only certain people would, would get it and of course we've talked about before is like when we wear or do a certain things you know the people that get it get it and it's mm-hmm. like bam there's that that you know it's like hey you because you got this for what it is as opposed to the other people. There's that there's that kind of like not real connection, but there's that kind of like link between us where it's like, hey, we've got a similar interest here or we we run like, you know, or dabble in the same kind of like fan groups. Um, but the other tattoo that I want, the one that I think I if I could get a tattoo that I would really want would be the one from Big O that says cast in the name of good. Ye not guilty. Yeah. That would be the one. Because yeah. that's just the shit. That is really badass. So um for those of you that are unaware, 
Um, the one time I looked it up and uh, the only thing I could find uh, on uh, when I Googled it, the only thing I could find that they said this is what they what this the, the closest interpretation or whatever where they think it came from was supposedly the uh, uh, executioners back in the day um, that uh, like on the either handle of the of the axe or on the blade it had the words cast in the in the name of good ye not guilty mm-hmm. because they were executing people and of course execution is murder but they're carrying out you know the work of like you know the king of the law or whatever yeah and so they weren't considered murderers because they're doing the work of the law or you know right, the right. church or whatever depending on what time period <laughs> it was ass for the Lord. right <laughs> so it was like cast in the name of good ye not guilty and i thought that'd be something really cool to kind of have as far as a tattoo yeah um so hey people if you really want to show your nerd cred you should get the the symbol of the deathly hollows tattooed on you that's right yeah get like a you can get like a horcrux tattooed on you <laughs> as you do you get like a bunch of friends and each one of you like uh like you you get like a like your your symbol each one of you like you get like uh, seven friends right yeah and you have your symbol and each one of them gets tattooed with your symbol, hmm. right? And then you get tattooed with each one of their symbols. Oh, yeah. So that way, all of you have to die in order for <laughs> all of you to be killed. Yeah. So, because if only one of, if one of you is still alive, then all the rest of you are still alive, too. Knowing my luck, mine would be heart. What, we Captain Planet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the video with Captain Planet turning people into trees and, and the heart guy was like, no, Captain, my heart's sad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, this this is totally off topic, so it's a really bad note to end on, but I do want to throw this out there just because we've been talking about cosplay this episode. Okay. Um, body paint. You mentioned body paint. Did I? Yep, you did. I did. And... For the love of God, people, if you're going to wear body paint, make sure it covers all of you. Because there's been so many damn times that we have seen cosplayers or, or people in costume with just these big patches of where the body paint is not covering them properly. Right. And so you no longer look like a skinny Hulk or a skinny Thanos or whatever. You just look like somebody with like <laughs> shitty colored paint on them. And it totally ruins the illusion. Uh, it yeah. wouldn't take that much extra effort. Right. And, and you know, a second coat is never a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want your, your body paint to be streaky. There's nothing, there's nothing worse than a streaky yondu. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's awful. That, that is my, that is probably my biggest cosplay pet peeve. Really? I don't I don't like the fake fans. I don't like the people who aren't there to interact. And, you know, we've seen it a lot of times where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, hey, that's a really nice Watchmen cosplay. And then they just, like, shoot you this dirty look, like, how dare you engage. Right. It's like, yeah, all that's frustrating. But the thing that makes me just, like, want to stand up and just be like, get out now. It's the people where it's like, no, the entire underside of your left arm is just skin tone. Yeah. It totally destroys the illusion. I, I hate it. Yeah. I, I agree. It's it's horrible, you know. Um, it's almost like when a when a woman puts on makeup, but she just goes to her jawline, doesn't go under the <laughs> yeah. chin, and, and it's like, ah, oh. it's like you were fine until you looked up it, and then I was like, what? <laughs> um, 
<sighs> and I say it probably sounds like I'm like making fun of women, but I don't know too many guys that wear uh, that that wear makeup. So, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so that's like I said, that's not the best note to end on, but that's that's probably uh, a a good point for us to stop. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think so. I think some people probably thought we should stop way back when we said, "Hey, this is." <laughs> hey, it's us. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, thanks for giving us a listen, folks. Uh, be sure to check out some of our other episodes. Yeah, um, oh, I'm sorry, but you're passing a mic to me now? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, so, yeah, our other episodes are really good, and we no, actually are funny in those, and we don't just sit there and talk about, you know, our opinions on things. But honestly, Do our we? opinions are really important. Um, what episodes are you talking about? They should be your opinions, too, because, you know, we, we care. We care about the things that we like and we care about being right. It's going to be the tagline to the, to the podcast. We care about the things that we like and we care about being right. right. <laughs> so, but no, um, yeah, check out our other episodes. Um, you know, it's really cool. And, uh, and you know, we enjoy doing this. It's, uh, we have a lot of fun and we're hoping that a lot of you guys are having fun too, just listening to us. And, you know, we try to vary things up too. We try to, you know, be somewhat serious, but always a little bit funny. Uh, and then sometimes we just want to be just all outright goofballs. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, please check us out more. Listen to some of our older podcasts. Um, and, uh, hey, make sure you give us a nice rating. Five stars is always good. Anything less than five stars is not good. So even if you laughed once, right, or you were like, this is so fucking stupid, and then you, like, turned away, hey, you got to laugh. If this is a restaurant, you just have to pay me. So five stars. Yeah. Why are you not listening to more? <laughs> we could be right here in your ears. <laughs> we could come to your house and do this in your living room on your front lawn. It's gonna be your neighbors one. could see us. <laughs> That's going to be one of our uh, Patreon tiers to unlock. It's like oh, we'll, yeah. we'll come to your house and do a live podcast oh, yeah, in your be. living room. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, yeah, if we, yeah, if we, depending on, as long as they don't lift you far away, because we have a lot of equipment that we have to take, like a mm. microphone, a computer, and it would us. just be a live podcast. We're not going to record it. It's just, we're just going to stand there and talk in their living room for an hour. <laughs> oh, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> a month, people. <laughs> yep. So yeah, make sure you visit our Patreon that we'll never have. <laughs> I, I say never. <clears throat> Because I just don't believe in Patreon. I just, I, I just don't. Uh, and I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> and I, and I, I'm not. Well, so I should say Patreon with some things. Um, and I know some people. You know, a lot of people that I that I follow in different things. They have Patreons and stuff. And I'm like that. That's that. They do what they do. And I'm not gonna be like they're horrible people. I just, I can't see us doing this, man. I mean, we do this for fun. And 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 there's no way that I can I can justify asking somebody to pay or give me. Like two, three, four, five. I don't know how many monsters there are out there. <laughs> <laughs> could, could be seven or eight. Maybe even nine or ten. Uh, but I, I can't see asking somebody to give us like three to five dollars a month. Guys, when, don't, don't tell Turk about the Patreon yet. Uh, it's too soon. I can't, I can't see asking to do that when we're not giving you the same kind of content that something like a Hulu or Netflix or Disney Plus is given for the same amount of money or even, or even just a little bit more. Like... I that that to me it's like how can you even how can you judge the two of them? It's <laughs> I, I I just I I can't do it. I, I'm sorry. I I can't. I just think that that 
I'm not gonna say I think it's wrong. It just doesn't. It doesn't fit well for me. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you folks later. Yeah. Until until like like change Turk's mind on the Patreon, you can just like donate directly to our PayPal. But we have a PayPal. I mean, I have uh, one. I know you have one. <laughs> but does our moms think we funny have a PayPal? Not yet, but I mean, it's gonna have to after this episode. You are lying. You have one. You're just waiting until acid okay. <laughs> You'd be like, oh yeah, okay, I'll go ahead and get this set up tomorrow. I can't even tell you about the Patreon that we've already set up for the channel based off of all the speech that you just gave. So. Bye, everybody. Now I can't even do a Zang, yo. <laughs> no, I can't Zang, yo. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.